What is up, pod listeners? You're listening to Little Pod Big Questions with me, Casey Nochi, and I'm joined in studio with my buddy, conceptual art exhibit Thomas. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. You did just come up with conceptual that art, Thomas. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I like conceptual <laughs> art. I am. I am. I am a conceptual art. Yeah. I, I honestly, <laughs> I've all, I've kind of. This is a secret. This is a secret like dream of mine, to be like a big time conceptual artist. Mm. Like where people would pay thousands of dollars from all over the world to yeah. come and see me do like some weird conceptual art thing. Yeah. You know, there's this uh, this show. Uh, it's called uh, Documentary Now. Have you watched that? It's with uh, Fred Armiston. I know about and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill Hader. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It's just it's it's mockumentaries. <laughs> They're fake documentaries. And there's this one. It's called Waiting for the Artist. And that's all it's about. It's just like conceptual art. And there's like this scene where this one, this, this artist, conceptual artist, uh, her whole thing was she would, she would sit, um, I think it was called like, like, uh, Ein Wiener in Frankfurt (laughs) and she would have a hot dog (laughs) and she would just sit there and eat this hot dog all day. (laughs) And she did it for a year. (laughs) And so it's just like that's great. It's all she has to eat for the entire year. That's fantastic. Just one hot dog. Yeah. And she takes her time eating it the entire day. Yeah, that's it's good. It's just like slowly eating this hot dog, like super. It's just the yeah. stupidest thing. But I've always wanted to do something like that. And I think what I would do is like people would walk into this this room, uh-huh. right? And yeah. it's just like a it's just a white room. I'm with you. Everything's so far. white. And then. I would be sitting in the room, of course, and I would be I would be like wearing this all white like suit, like really nice, like uh-huh. three piece, uh-huh. you know, uh, three piece suit, and and I would I would begin to then paint myself with like different different colors and and, and beautiful beautiful colors and things like that, uh-huh. and everybody would watch in amazement. They'd be like, "Wow, this is crazy," because he's bringing color into the world. Yeah. And then I would dump a bucket of black paint on me. <laughs> and then it would get really like, and as I do that, yeah. I would have people in the back of the room on some timpanis and they would start yeah. drumming, like really menacing, like a Misty uh-huh. Edwards song. Uh-huh. And it would just get really dark and then the room would go dark and then I would disappear. That's great. And I'd disappear with all their money. That's brilliant. Isn't it? I think yeah. it's just like, it's like, wow, that's good. In fact, you should like lock the doors and just leave the lights out. And <laughs> just, just leave. <laughs> just leave. This is amazing. Counting People would st- love it. I'm telling you, they would love it. <laughs> Counting your stack of cash. They would love it. That's it. Anyways. All right. This <laughs> time for our non-Jesus question. Okay. Uh, what do you think about masks? Uh, like in, uh, in, in acting? Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Definitely. We're talking yeah. about Halloween masks. <laughs> Like are you pro are you pro yeah. Halloween mask? What do you think <laughs> about the, ma- the, the mask children. ordinance? We have a mask ordinance, right? Oh yes, now. we do. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, just just from your perspective, I know there's a lot of different perspectives on it. Like uh, I should not be allowed. I, I shouldn't be able to wear. Or, yeah. I should be able to wear a mask if I want. And I should be able to wear not a mask if I don't. I don't know. Yes. See, I'm bad at. I'm bad at uh, <laughs> imitating. <laughs> these two sides i don't See, even understand either side well you, like, you called right, this a uh, a non-jesus question uh 
but it's impossible for me to answer without the framework of my theology weaving in there somewhere. But of course, I'll at least say this. Like, I'm one of these people that I I get a kick out of uh, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. So uh, for anyone, that's a, a big word for you. Cognitive dissonance is when you're holding two contradictory views that that can't possibly both be true. Yeah. And so and, you mean the mask is going is uh, going to protect me from the virus, right? But at the same time, uh, this mask is going to like allow me to breathe freely and clearly and not. Well, more more like um, okay. So on one side of the like the political left side, I see cognitive distance dissonance on both sides. Yeah, so call them both out. I'm an, I'm an equal opportunity offender here, so <laughs> you're just gonna make everybody hate me. But uh, on, on the left side, uh, we're not dealing with this so much in Michigan, although there are people who would defend what's happening in like say California right now, where yeah. you know they're not even allowed to have church services. Yes, and, and that's stuff, a big deal. You know? So, you know, on the left side, you've got people who are saying, yes, masks work. They, they stop uh, the, the projection of this virus yep. uh, more than a few feet and all that. But you can't have a socially distanced church service where everybody's wearing masks because if you sing, yeah, oh, buddy, everybody's going to catch it. The mask it. is basically useless if it's you absurd. sing. It's absurd. Yeah, it's if absurd. If you talk, it's fine. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's one side. Then on the, on the right, political right side... Uh, you know, th- now these are these are not. I should offer a caveat. These are not views that every single person on the left of or on course. the right holds. Yeah, yeah. This is just kind of like the, like I have seen people on the left who are holding both of these, and yeah. people on the right, who on the right side, I'll see people who are like, okay, well, you know, that mask is not woven tightly enough yeah. to keep a virus. From passing through it. Yeah. Like the side of the box actually it's says. Like a chain link fence and a mosquito. <laughs> right. Yeah. The side of the box actually says does not protect against coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so they're, they're like, what's the point in wearing the mask? And yet these same people are saying, I can't wear that mask. Yeah. I'm going to have like an overdose of carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> As though like oxygen molecules are bigger than a virus. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Oxygen molecules like, can be right. found inside of viruses. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I think we've um, we've gotten to this point where everybody wants to come up with every possible reason while they're right, wh- why they are right and the other side is wrong. Mm-hmm. And in so doing, we end up coming up with contradictory reasons that uh, end up in just absurdity. Yeah. And then because of the absurdity, either side can point to the other side and be like, look, you're contradicting yourself. You're absurd. Yeah. And we're not willing to take the plank out of our own eyes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, our, our thoughts, our, our, <laughs> our political thoughts have become so simplified uh-huh. that they fit on memes. Yes. It's like, here's, here's a good, just a good rule of thumb. If, if a meme <laughs> encapsulates your, your political ideology, <laughs> You have a you have a stupid political ideology. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need to expand on, your horizons like, a if, bit. If you're like, there's this there's this academic paper yes. that came out last week, <laughs> and it has you know it, it cites five different studies. Yes, you know it, it was peer reviewed. It was mm-hmm. amazing, and I read the whole stinking thing, and it took me four <laughs> days. Yes. you know, and you're like, and that's why I think this. I'm gonna go. Wow, good for you. I, you know, <laughs> like, but well, I saw this meme. <laughs> 
So I, I think uh, just as Christians, we got to remember that we are part of a higher kingdom. Yes. And it's not left or right, it's up. Mm. <laughs> you know? That's good. It's, uh, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, that should be on a t-shirt. I just came up with that. I that's like a, that. That's a good one. So I, I want to be um, that kind of a person that I, I can look objectively at the whole thing and be like, okay, these are truths that I can mm. stand by. And, and this is absurdity, you know? So uh, I, I believe that Christians should be involved in politics. Yeah. I don't believe that Christians should be involved in partisanism, Ooh. where we just agree with our side regardless of what they say because they've got an yeah. R or a D after their name. Yeah. You know? So the mask thing, to get to your actual question, um, this is why I say I, I can't separate love out of this. Because I'm an up person, yeah. uh, perfect love drives out fear. There's no fear in love. That's mm -hmm. what First John tells me. So we have fear motivations for doing things and we have love motivations for doing things. Yes. There are people in the mask camp and in the no mask camp who are doing things out of fear mm -hmm. and people who are doing things out of love. Yeah. There are people who will wear a mask because they are afraid of a virus yeah. or they're afraid of spreading it or they're afraid yeah. of what's going to happen to the world or afraid of what's going to happen to the economy. It's, it's all fear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are people who will wear a mask because they love their neighbor and yes. they don't want to, you know, spread a virus to someone, even yeah. if they're asymptomatic or whatever. They're, or at the very least, even if they don't believe masks work, they'll wear the mask because they want to put other people at ease. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, you got people who will not wear a mask. Yep. And some will do it out of fear. For instance, maybe they're afraid of some insidious government plot that they're trying to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Where, or, where, do, where do you draw the line? Yeah, the mask is going to activate the virus. Yeah, it's going to, you know, there's all those, all these conspiracy theories out there on that. Yeah. And suddenly we think that, uh, we think that our government has more of an ability to affect our well-being than the Holy Spirit who mm. dwells in us. Mm. Like we're f suddenly fearing when before we could be walking in faith. Yeah. You know, uh, the other token, you have people who are walking in love without a mask who are like, you know what? I, I don't want to just perpetuate the fear. I want to I want to yeah. shift the culture in a positive direction. And yeah. and they have love motivations, you know, even yeah. whether you agree with any of these people or not yep. isn't really the point. So I, I'm of the mindset that, like, our enemy is not the other side. We wrestle yeah. not against flesh and blood. That's people. Yeah. Uh, that's politicians. That's, yeah. you know, all of that is flesh and blood. But against powers, principalities, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's Ephesians 6. So good. So uh, what is the motivation of my heart? Mm. Why am I doing the thing I'm doing? Yeah. And if I notice that my motivation is fear, sometimes, if, if, if there's a way to do it right, Sometimes I'll deliberately do the opposite mm. just so that I'm, I can, you know, stick it to fear, yeah. you know, <laughs> and uh, I, I live that in a lot of ways in my life. There yeah. are some times when you should be afraid and you yes. shouldn't do the opposite. And, That's you know, true. there's 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 healthy fear, there is. but not uh, not the kind of fear we're talking about. Unhealthy fear yeah. is not from God. Yeah. 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 That's really good. And I think it's important to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yep and not try and find your uh and this is what we do often politically is we try and find the biggest difference and we <laughs> we exaggerate the motivation yes we assume the worst they are you know, evil they I, hate me you, you know, know I, I they think don't it's care. Uh, uh if you if you just kind of attack people on on this like this this motivation that you've inflated in your head mm -hmm. and you don't really listen to why they want what they want yep 
I mean, you're going to, you're going to get into a lot of trouble and you're not going to be able to have a relationship. Yep. Like you have to be able to hear somebody's heart. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hear their heart, then you're not going to be able to hear what they're saying, yep. you know? And uh, I think Jesus did that really well. Mm-hmm. Like you, you look at, um, look, look at like Nicodemus, mm-hmm. you know, here's this guy who in almost everything he teaches is antichrist. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> he's a Pharisee. He, he's yeah. a, he's a Pharisee, man. Yeah. Yet he wants to talk to Jesus and Jesus, Jesus like, I know you came throw him God. off. Yeah. Exactly. And, and yep. Jesus is like, you know, all right. I know what you're looking for. Yep. You know, he's like, I know you're not trying to trap me. Some people, he knew they were trying to trap him. Mm-hmm. But Nicodemus, he knew his heart. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus opened up and shared a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I don't know, he was able to talk with somebody on the other side. And what ended up happening was that Nicodemus ended up, I think, following the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I would argue that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not like obvious but i would argue that he does show up later uh he shows up after the after the uh after the crucifixion Crucifixion, and uh and and helps uh essentially embalm the body of jesus and so he's there uh, and we know and and i believe he was he was a major funder of jesus's ministry as well but um that's that's not a part of it but still (laughs) he was on he was on this opposite political spectrum yeah and then you had jesus over here you know it's like well think in terms of like we could this is one we can say is opposite political spectrum is in jesus's 12 he had simon the zealot oh yeah which is like an anti-government social justice warrior total antifa (laughs) yeah like yeah Uh, out there with a sword like fighting you know literally fighting rioting in the streets if you will and then you've got uh at the other end of the spectrum matthew Matthew. who's a tax collector like (laughs) a roman government shill right (laughs) and they're both in the 12 walking in unity yeah serving together loving on jesus loving each other yep yeah so I, I think we uh, we really need to just listen more and uh, talk less. Be, be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow yeah. to become angry. It just It's almost like someone should have put that in the Bible or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someone named James. Yeah. Maybe. So good. But not our James. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a James. but We have a, a friend James. Yeah. I miss James. I haven't seen him in a while. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. I need to get him on the pod. You should. I really should. James, if you're listening... We want you on the pod. That'd be sweet. All right. Thanks for coming, Art. This was awesome. Uh, And, man, we're so excited. We're so excited to see more questions come in from the pod listeners and and, uh, continue on kind of diving into these questions and giving our feeble attempts at answers you know it's all it's all from a humble perspective going man we are we are all trying to align our theology with jesus and jesus alone and uh so thank you for participating in that with us today sweet